The Fred Minnick Show is brought to you by Beeline. Visit findyoursiffingpoint.com, by Michter's American Whiskies, and by 291 Colorado Whiskey. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Fred Minnick Show. This week we have a former The Voice contestant in Kyla Jade. Kyla is just so talented and so incredible. Such an incredible interview. And she also uh, warned me that uh, I might be in trouble if I mess up her voice with this Berlin. So uh, stay tuned for what happens to me because she gives me the look and a warning that uh, if I messed up her voice, I was going to get it. So (laughs) what a fun episode I had. I hope you enjoyed this interview. But first, a word from our sponsors. At Michter's Distillery, our passion is making the finest bourbon, rye, and American whiskey possible. When you only produce very small batch and single barrel whiskey as we do, each and every barrel has to be perfect. No detail is too small for our production team. From careful attention to the 18 month or more air dried wood used in the construction of our barrels, to entering our distillate into the barrel at the costlier or lower barrel entry proof of 103 so that it's smoother, to heat cycling our barrel houses, to our signature filtration protocol, we spare no expense in pursuing our goal of making the greatest American whiskey. And no Michter's gets bottled until our master distiller, Dan McKee, and our master of maturation, Andrea Wilson, say it's just right. Michter's Fort Nelson Distillery in downtown Louisville, Kentucky, is open for tours and tastings. Book your visit on our website and stop by the bar at Fort Nelson for a world-class cocktail. For more information, follow us on social media at Michter's Whiskey, go to michters.com, or visit your favorite bartender. Michter's Distillery. It's all about the whiskey. Imagine this, an experience centered around five Kentucky Bourbon Trail craft tour distilleries in northern Kentucky, the gateway to Kentucky bourbon. Add five amazing bourbon-centric bars and five delicious bourbon-focused restaurants, cultivating the freshest takes and culinary delights, and you are on the beeline. Start your trip today at findyoursippingpoint.com. 291 Colorado Whiskey aims to create a one-of-a-kind, bold, and beautiful Colorado whiskey. Rugged, refined, rebellious. Distillery 291 is an award-winning small-batch whiskey distillery located in Colorado Springs, Colorado, nestled in the shadow of Pikes Peak. Owner and founding distiller Michael Myers grew up on family farms in Georgia and Tennessee, across a countryside defined by rolling hills, horses, and whiskey. He set out to create a flagship whiskey that evoked the Wild West. A cowboy walking into a bar saying, give me a whiskey, and the bartender slamming down a bottle, a bottle of 291 Colorado Whiskey. Find a bottle near you at 291coloradowhiskey.com. Write it like you stole it. Drink it like you own it. Live fast. Drink responsibly. And I'm so honored to have on the show uh, Kyla Jade. You know, it is such a pleasure to hang out with you tonight and sip some whiskey. But first of all, I have to say I love your glasses. Those are so well, thank you. Well, before you go any further, thank you for having me. It's my oh, absolutely. I'm super excited. What a great way to end my uh, my day. I'm just I'm I'm geeked about it. So thank you for having me. And what what is your 
What, what's that? If you do like these glasses, I, I think my prescription is probably eight times yours, but we could always trade. I would totally trade. Uh, you know, I, I had a pair of glasses that were similar to that, a little different in color, but similar shape. And then mm-hmm. my one-year-old, my one-year-old took them and went, yeah, broke them. The so, joys, the joys, yes. Yeah, children love to take glasses off your face. You know? Well, I like to sleep in mine, so I have a bunch of them that when you put on, they're like this because I fall asleep in them. Just comes with the territory. Okay, all right. You got you got to explain to me how you fall asleep with glasses on because I, I that's like a that's it's like an enormous. I'm a reader, so I okay. sometimes get in the bed with a book and I wake up like <laughs> face down on top of the book and on top of my glasses. That's pretty much what happens. That's I get that. What what kind of books do you like? I am. You know, I read everything. I. For a while there, I was reading just my sister's book. She's a therapist and writing her papers. Um, occasionally, I read. It, it, I love fiction. I love nonfiction. It just depends on my mood. I love that. So, like, all right, all right. So, like, when we talk about fiction, though, I mean, you can go down. You can go down the science fiction road or the yeah. fantasy. Yeah, well, I'm a techie, First of all, I grew up with. Oh my gosh. Our track, like I'm, yes. I'm definitely the biggest nerd. I'm actually right now. I'm reading um, a book by Bell Hooks called All About Love, and it basically takes this version of love and defines it in a different way. Where the one thing that got me is that she says love is a choice. You don't trip and fall into love. You make a conscious effort every day to love someone. So the concept of oh my god, I just tripped and fall, fell in love is false. You have to make a choice, and I was like, "Huh, that's interesting." So it's it's been extremely insightful. Um, so that's yeah, that's what I'm reading right now. You know, okay. So my wife and I, um, you know, we met, and that was one of the things where we bonded on hmm. was was Star Trek, and our our series was Voyager. What was your what was your series? Oh, you don't like Voyager? Voyager. It wasn't bad. I'm I'm a traditionalist. So if it my favorite, of course, is of course John Luke Picard. So that whole series is my absolute favorite. But then I go back to because you have to love Ahura. You have to love her when you're someone mm-hmm. like me. So then I go back to William Shatner's age. Voy- by the time we got to Voyager, I think I was in college. So I was kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, classics are nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I, I don't know. Beautiful dreams. I'm so sorry. It was really sweet. I'm glad that you yeah. got bonded over that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why it resonated with this, uh, but I will tell you that Deep Space Nine, just like, I, I liked a couple episodes of it, but that was one that, that was the tough one for me. I couldn't get well, it. I was pretty much Space. over it once Deep Space Nine came out. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, next gen. Let's be honest, next gen is where everything, it's at, and everything and the original. Did you ever watch the cartoon series? No, 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 I didn't. There, you know, there's this thing on. Uh, it's out. I think that that takes you down like memory lane of all those old Star Trek and the Star Trek versus Star Wars drama and the action figures. So it's it's actually really dope to go back and look at all that stuff and how they made it and how terrible. Remember the um the ship when it came out you could actually see the string at times yeah <laughs> like, that kind of stuff is absolutely fantastic well 
I just um, we we would go to Vegas specifically to go to the Star Trek experience there. That's amazing. And, and yeah, they tore it down. But oh, oh it's no. sad. Yeah, that is but, very sad. But I still have like we have all our little keepsakes. Like I'm not a collector of much, but mm-hmm. I do love my Star Trek stuff. So as you should, as you should. I, I don't get to talk to many Trekkies and. Uh, in the music world i am absolutely my mother she has the whole little beam me up thing little pin that sits on her desk and occasionally she'll just hit it and i think i think her ringtone her text message ringtone right now is Worf. oh i love that yeah we're we're serious we're serious i mean he's the toughest character of all in every series like no one messes with Worf. I, i mean it's the klingons the klingons that whole idea of that race is just boss it's mm-hmm. crazy. I think if I were to, you know, that's always the question. If I were to date one of the the Star Trek aliens, it would definitely be a Klingon. But then I would be a tough Klingon too. So I could like fight him and still win, I guess. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they're abusers to an extent now that I think about it. Yeah, I mean, they're they're not going to like you going out with your girlfriends. (laughs) I might need to rethink that theory now. Yeah, I think they're I think they're the jealous type. So probably Probably. (laughs) might want to rethink. Oh, I you know I told you I told you uh, before we got on the show that my neighbor is a big fan of yours, and I and I tell you know I tell people like the guests I've coming on and. And when I told her you were coming on, she was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And (laughs) you just, you know, and that and I've had like, you know, people on, you know, from American Idol on before. And there's like a certain like level of fan that you create Mm. when you when you get on those shows Mm. and and like you resonated with people who watch The Voice in a way that I don't know many people have. Mm. And um you know, I'm I'm curious. Do you do you feel that? Do you feel that kind of like connection? You know, um, through the the two. I definitely, I definitely feel a connection to the fans. And the thing about the Voice and American Idol is they have deep rooted fans. They have fans who have been with them from the beginning of the show, and they are protective of the show and of the brand. And it's an interesting thing to step into because there's such a responsibility. Um, that I hope people understand that comes with that kind of platform. And so coming in, it was just very, I think I was one, I was older, the, the beautiful, sweet, sweet babies who were in the finals with me could have been my children. They were literally, well, maybe not, I wouldn't have a child of 15, but they were 15 to 20 years younger than me. And it is their purpose, their drive, what they were doing was very different from mine. I understood who I was coming in and I understood that anytime you have a platform, you have to be very wise with what you say and very wise with what you want to do. And so I wanted people to have an experience. I wanted them to reminisce. I wanted them to escape. I wanted them to change, to be motivated, to feel better. Like that was, very important to me because those are the ideals that I grew up. So if if you can travel with me, then maybe you'll stay with me. And so I think that's that's kind of why it felt different because it felt familiar. It felt mm-hmm. like I don't know her, but she could be my sister, or she could be my cousin, or we could hang out sometime. I think it was just that 
come, come, come with me kind of thing. So, you know, I, I, that's all I can say. Everybody, I, I had good and bad, but the good always outweighed the bad, the bad when it came to the fans. Well, um, you know, I know those competitions are not easy. I know that kind of stuff is a, is a different level of stress that no one can possibly imagine. And, um, you know, you, you did well, you did well, and you came out on the other side. Um, and right now, I mean, you're represented by the same people who represent some, some big names like Johnny Depp. And, uh, I mean, you've got a lot of people interested in seeing my face. You don't like, I wish that I had recorded that moment because I went to the website and I was literally scrolling through all of the names and then to see my little chocolate face in the middle of this list of amazing people, I was very overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed with gratefulness and yeah, it was crazy. I am still kind of pinching myself about that. Earned, earned. And shall we celebrate with a little bit of whiskey? Yes, we shall. Where should now, we I understand. Start? I understand you are a tequila drinker, so I appreciate I you. Come. I, I, pre- I love tequila. Uh, by the way, my favorite tequila right now is El Tesoro. Uh, take a look. It's a, the extra Anejo. Okay. It's beautiful. Yeah, you'll have to pull uh, it out and send it to me later. I'm gonna check we'll it do. out. Will do. Absolutely. I might actually I'll send you Can a sample. Can I talk about your 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 welcome package for like two seconds? Absolutely. So I got the box. I was super excited about it. You know, we're social distancing. So I opened the door and it was there. And I smelled it before I opened. And I said, Oh, he's trying to kill me. That was that was my first reaction. <laughs> and then I opened it was packaged wonderfully. Congratulations to your team. It's Thank you. wonderfully packaged. I got my book that I was super excited about, a little, little pun here. And then I turned these little bottles around and I said, I saw 98 proof and I said, Father in the name of Jesus. And then I saw 120 proof and I realized that you couldn't possibly want me to ever sing again. <laughs> That's what I determined. I determined that you don't want me to be able to sing. Oh, <laughs> so I will say that a lot of people think that those higher proofs are good for the vocal cords. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just looked. I, I'm so excited, and but I was, I am, I'm terrified. I just want to, I want you to know that I'm terrified, and I'm excited, terrified at the same time. Well, I, we don't have to. We. Do you want to t- you want to put water in them before you? I'll do that. We can no. do that. No, oh, we're going. All for right. It. I just uh, I, now I'm all now I'm all nervous. Like you I'm should the guy be. That- you should be nervous. <laughs> I'm going to send you my doctor's bill when I come out. So I, I you should always. Be, I am I am such a I'm very rigid. So if I actually had to do work, I would not be doing this interview with you today because I am I am very, very rigid about how I maintain. I don't talk. I humid. Like I'm very, very one because my voice is kind of low and I sing really high. And so alcohol actually makes my voice sit lower. So I can't mm. do any kind of nothing. It but like I, dries it out. It dries out your vocal cords. But I'm off this week. Yeah. So this okay. Week, this is a great day. 
Oh, right. and I also got the smaller shot glass that I own. So, you know. It looks like a, it might be a sake glass there. It is. It is my little sake glass. I lived in Japan for six months, actually. Oh, wow. So I have a bunch of really, really cool things that I brought home from there. You know, I love I love Japan food. Uh, I love oh, their man. beer. They make great whiskey. They do. Uh, mm. Everything, Everything is good because it's fresh. Yeah. Everything is fresh. Yeah, the food. So where I lived, I had this really cute. Which one should I start with while I'm talking? Uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, I want to start with the, the Blood Oath Pack 6. Now, this okay. is a bourbon uh, that is finished um, in cognac barrels. You know, okay. so cognac is, uh, is a different category. Oh, so what they do is they take the bourbon and they, and they finish it in, um, in these special barrels from France. Ooh. Now, uh, maybe, maybe if I, if I walk you through kind of a little bit of a tasting kind of, uh, uh, ritual that I do, Please. maybe, maybe we can actually not, um, you know, maybe we can avoid that doctor bill because you, you know, <laughs> don't, you won't no, don't, don't try to avoid it now. You didn't care. Don't, don't I'm already care. there. Don't backtrack. I'm ready. It's first of all, so, it's wonderful. So our palate and our nose are connected. Okay. And they're, you know, sometimes we smell and we taste what we smell. And sometimes we taste while we're actually smelling. And so the, the smelling process, I also like, I, I, I like to look at the color, you mm -hmm. know, because when, when American whiskey goes into the barrel, it's as clear as the water from your tap. So Every single day it's in the barrel, it's like getting a little uh how cool getting, is that? Yeah, Definitely it's getting all the color from that barrel. Okay. And so and so what I do is I like to swirl it around a little bit like that. Uh, and kind of push the aromas up and then bring it into the nose. And then when I smell, you want to smell work Wait, both why nostrils. Are you to the side? Oh, both nostrils. Both nostrils, yeah. Because you know one, 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 one nostril could be clogged. Uh, you know, what, both of them smell very differently. Uh, I actually just did this interview uh, with Indomik and Sue, and we were talking about like in football, like people break their noses a lot. Yes. And and like and like how like that will shift your 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 sense of smell if like if you wow. damage your nose at all. Yeah. And so and so like that's why you have to be a little like over here. Like I'm getting kind of like earthy smells on my right side, mm -hmm. and on the left side I get I get some sweet sweet smells. Yeah, it's the same on both sides for me. It smells like a good time. Mmm, I love it. <laughs> and so, and now now that we smell, like, and then we we taste. And okay. so, but when we taste, we just put a little bit on our tongue. Oh, okay. Oh, I wasn't yeah. supposed to shoot it. No, you don't shoot it. Oh this my. I, t I clearly do not know tasting protocol. See, this like, is oh, why man. this is this is why you're threatening me with doctor bills here. It's because I you know I was you're just like kicking the whole bottle back backstage. I like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know I was supposed to do that. Can you tell that I don't have a lot of? Yeah, okay, good to it's know. Good. I'm okay. But, I'm better now. But we just put a little bit on there. A little bit on our tongue. Okay. And then you want to fill it, you want to work it all around your tongue. 
Oh. From the tip to the middle to the back. I am the worst taster ever. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that I swallowed it immediately. I'm the worst taster ever. <laughs> this should literally come with like children instructions. Like I need a pop-up book. <laughs> okay. Something to add to the to the package. <laughs> I just want to point out that you were like, we're getting back. And I was like, oh. Oh, am I, I supposed my, to drink the whole bottle already? Did I tell them I swallowed it or not? I'm kind of embarrassed right now, Fred. I should, oh, you're good. I should have done more research and out. I just, I clearly don't know. I'm really, but it wasn't bad. Let me just say that. It wasn't bad. It is very warm. It's very warm. I don't know smelling it what I expected it to taste like, but it's very warm and actually really smooth. Thought I was going to die. I didn't die. Well, we're, we're definitely working our way up. Uh, mm -hmm. So I think this is the lowest. Oh, actually, it's not the lowest of the proofs, um, but it is uh, it is of the lower of the four. Of the lower. It's on the lower <laughs> half. <laughs> so what's this rumor? OK, tell me what's next. Wow. Oh, hold on. You got a rumor? You got a rumor? No, it's I, a I heard a rumor that we were from the same city or close to. Oh. Where are you from? Uh, I'm originally from Oklahoma. I'm from Kansas. So that is uh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're from, um, uh, was it Atchison? Topeka. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Topeka, Kansas is... Uh, it's a very nice little town. Isn't it cute? It's it's very yeah. like, you know, there's no music, but it's definitely if you're not going to church, you're probably not singing anywhere. But it is yeah. it really was a beautiful place to grow up. So how many tornadoes did you um did you survive growing up? We saw them all the time. We saw tornadoes. I can't even count. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, I mean, but again, like you know, you go to your porch sometimes and watch it because the calm before the storm is beautiful. The weather is beautiful and there's a tornado. They're visually arresting. And then you go down to your basement. When it's over, yeah. you don't up. We didn't have a basement, so we would go in the hallways and pile clothes on ourselves. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, that was like, that was like Tuesday. All yeah. right, kid, tornado's coming. Yeah, but we had tornado drills where we went to the hallways and down. Yeah, we, we grew up understanding that that phenomenon definitely and how to operate in it. And now you're, you're in Nashville, right? Yes. And so now like, I'm sure like when the weathermen are like, all right, everybody be careful. We got a tornado warning coming in. You're like walking out, like I'm from Kansas and, um, you know, that's maybe an F1 and it's going to go in a random field, you know, <laughs> South of here. So well, I'm going Nashville to the actually had a really, really, really bad tornado, um, right before COVID. That's right. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah. But what was interesting, I was actually, I was actually in Hawaii and my sister FaceTimed me and she said, it's tornado weather. And she turned the phone around and I said, oh my gosh, it is. And she said, and this one's going, and she literally said, this looks like home, but this is going to be bad. And Nashville was so slow to understand. No, this is bad. Yeah, it, it was, it was. I we, that's I have found that and and I think that's kind of like my what I was trying to get at is like what I found is like 
the weather, you know, people don't understand tornadoes unless you grew up in them. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I'm scared to death of earthquakes, but people who grew up around earthquakes are like, oh yeah, no, that's nothing. Yeah. 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 We feel the earth shaking. It's a little different for us. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. (laughs) Definitely. But uh, you do, when you grow up in the tornado areas, you have like a sixth sense of Mm -hmm. of what they're going to be like, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. So overall, what did you think of this one? I like this one. I would casually drink this one without any problem. Actually, finish it. Nice. So in Kansas, were you a Kansas State or Kansas fan? Uh, well, here's the thing. I liked K State basketball, KU football. Wow, that's that's an odd combo. Yeah, yeah. And my parents both went to K State, so it was kind of. Interesting. So I went to Oklahoma State, and I liked both schools. I liked uh, I like Kansas and Kansas State a lot. Um, they're good schools. Yeah, they're really good schools. Kansas was like really good for like if you were an English major, which was mm-hmm. kind of my background. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now let's go to the Elijah Craig. All right, ninety four. <clears throat> yeah, this is a. Um, this is a rye whiskey. Definitely different you, taste. Ooh, that bottle is really pretty. Give you a look at the bottle there. I love pretty bottles. Do you keep your bottles? Uh, well, I have thousands of them. Well, so because you don't have to. Yeah, I don't keep them empty. I uh, I actually have a guy who makes um, soap dispensers out of them. That is really cool. Yeah. That's cool. I don't like to waste things. And so the bottles have a lot of a lot of life after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How cool is that? Okay, so rye is is made you know, rye whiskey is made out of the the rye, the the grain. Okay. And bourbon is predominantly made out of corn. And so you have two very different styles here mm-hmm. of of whiskey. So you're going from one that's a bourbon that's finished in a you know, a cask. In fact, all four of these whiskeys are very different. How am I pouring? Man, this is like I need just spilled it. I want to cry. It's like I need someone to pour for me and apparently try things for me. So, okay. You said it starts like water, but then it gets darker. Are any of these like super, super deep dark, or is this the color that kind of it kind of maintains? Uh, no, every year that it's in the barrel, uh, the darker it will get. You said that. I'm yeah. there. My bad. Okay. Are you ready? Right, here, you go. here you go. Okay. Okay, yep. So I did it differently this time. Oh. <clears throat> and I let it sit on my tongue a little bit. So this one like immediately tasted stronger. But it could okay. be because I let it sit before well, I Well here so rye rye typically shows itself as kind of like a spicy. Yes. Uh so I, like I a, didn't a know pepper. what that was. Yeah. So you, okay. you tasted some spice there, my friend. I am learning. So far, I like Blood Oath better. A little easier on you? No, not that it was easier, but I, uh, the spice was interesting. Okay. 
spice. I say interesting when I don't really like something. So that's a good, that's a good use of the word. I just think it was interesting. I just got don't like it. All right. So let's, um, I guess, you know, how, how are you, how, I, I guess we'll ask you a couple of questions before we yeah. go on the next one. Um, how are you holding up right now? Because you're like, you're, you're coming off like a really great mm-hmm. couple of years and you're, you're on everybody's like rising star kind of trajectory and, um, you know, you know, expected to like, you know, play some major venues and everything and then boom, COVID, you know? So, so like, this is, this has got to be a very difficult time. It's a difficult time for all of us, but mm-hmm. for like, you know, you can just feel your dream just kind of being like put on hold for a minute. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, how are you? The word is difficult. Um, I am a processor. So I tend to take take things in stride most of the time. I, I don't allow immediate things to affect me. And I think what's an unfortunate comforting thing is that we're all in the same boat. Um, So it just, I found other things. I started building my own studio at home, started recording at home, writing more. So, and I love to teach. So I try to find other ways to have that creative outlet. I love performing. I love traveling. I love meeting people. And that was hard for me because I've been doing it I've been full-time music for 12 years. I've been doing traveling and touring. And so it just, you just have to almost learn who you are again. And so I did that. I started gardening and trying to remember what it was like to be still. And so it's actually been a very reflective, I started therapy and talk about that for a second. Having a therapist has been the best investment of my life. Um, and so that's it, you know, the music, the thing about being a musician and, and or just being passionate, you're passionate about bourbon. The thing about having a passion is that your passion is not defined by people. And that is where I'm okay, is I'm going to be a singer and performer regardless of if I have an audience or not mm-hmm. it's who I am inherently. And so that has been my safe haven in this dark, dark time is that I literally love to wrap myself in the music. If it's just me and my dog. So mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I, it just helps me, you know, once I drop these COVID pounds and um, we can get on the road again, then I just, I have a lot to tell. I have a lot of stories and songs and we're going to be all right. Well, I- it, I'm I'm so glad you know to hear that positivity you know because you know a lot a lot of people kind of get stuck you know what what I've found is some people have like this instant like we should be able to play we should be able to do this and and then some people are like you know we're gonna be all right we're gonna we're gonna get through this I want to fight and well you, you know, have to and, be more than the music you have yeah. to be, you have to be more. And I I teach that to a lot of up and coming singers who wanted to leave their jobs and pursue music. And I was like, yeah, okay. So what happens when you're four years down the road and you have no insurance because you weren't wise. So be more, I'm I'm more than just this. I can do more. 
Um, it's who I am in essence, yes. But so let's teach. Let's let's do private lessons. Let's still find a way to communicate music without allowing it to overwhelm you. you just mm-hmm. you just gotta think differently. That's all. And I know you're a woman of faith. Yes. And and um, you know, I think it's hard for a lot of people right now, you know, sure. to have to have some faith because of um, you know, the state of of leadership and, uh, you know, throughout our country. And, mm-hmm. uh, also because how many ever, I mean, every, every time I turn on the news, there's a new virus being born just the yeah. other day, bubonic plague. There's another strain of COVID coming up. Mm-hmm. Allegedly mm-hmm. there's another flu, uh, H1N1. I'm just like, for God's sake, yeah. what are yeah. the zombies coming? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. So I, I guess like, you know, you're, because you are, you are so like, um, you're very vocal about it. And, you know, if you have a word or two for someone of like, about your faith, like how, how does that help you, um, you know, get through this time? That's a great question. And I think, <clears throat> I think the fact that people are questioning just means we're human. I don't think we, I, I don't think it's fair because I feel like people are being judged for questioning and having questions about faith. And I don't think that's fair. I think it is a very human thing to question what's happening around you and not being able to be in control. But that's the the gist of it. You're not in control. And that's very hard for people who plan, who have their life thought out and to not be in control, to not be able to know what's happening is what faith is. Faith is literally having no idea. And I, I really make it very simple. I asked um, <clears throat> a friend of mine not too long ago, we were sitting there and I said, well, did you check the chair before you sat down? Did you shake it to make sure that all the legs are gonna hold you up, that the back wouldn't fall off, that you wouldn't fall on the floor? Did you shake it? And she was like, well, no, why would I do that? I said, because you had faith that this chair would hold you. I was like, it's not as big and broad as you think it is. It's an everyday getting up and making a choice to say, okay, I can't control this situation. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to do my best to make sure that I'm doing everything I can. That is simply what it is. That's all. Be kind to people and be kind to yourself. You do those two things, it would change the world. And unfortunately, we're in a society right now, we can't even do those two things. We're not kind to ourselves. And we're not kind to others. Yeah, I I love that, and I, I hope people listening and watching, you know, can pay that forward because as those are true words of wisdom. You ever thought about running for political office by chance? What's funny is I started college as a political science major because I wanted to be a lobbyist of all things, and then I was like, nah. I'm gonna go sing somewhere. <laughs> you probably, you might have hurt yourself on the checkbook, but you saved yourself on the happiness. Right, 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 right. I mean, lobbyists—they make—they make some bank. They do, you know. I they mean, do. good God! I mean, I saw—I saw a report on like what those what they made. I was like, holy crap! I know, but I mean, look at you—the the way that you touch people and give people an opportunity. You didn't have to ask me about that. You didn't have to ask me my beliefs or things that were important to me. And I appreciate people like you who give people like me a platform. I haven't been on TV in two years. Let's talk about that. The Voice was two years ago. You did not have to call. You did not have to um, 
clear up all of my sinuses today with this wonderful bourbon. But I believe that everything happens for a reason. I do too. I, I, I do too. And I did have to uh, call and and request this because uh, I like your music. I'm a fan. No, I'm and and like uh i love music i i don't have a music talent in my body <laughs> but, what, but, what, but what i can do is i can drink bourbon and talk about it there you go and so so when they said you were like uh agreeable to like come on i was i was i was like uh jumping up and down because you know i i just i love your voice Thank and you. Thank you, and you have you have a voice that is not duplicated and it's and it's real oh my god i'm so tired of like fake music you know you have like a real voice you know at the in the league of like aretha franklin and like and i hope i hope you know that and i hope uh others take a moment to to listen to you uh because it's um it's I know I know it's hard in music. I know it's I know it's hard and I know it's uh, especially when you're in one of those big shows. You know, you you got the high of the world on you and then you go out into to the industry that's like um you know jabbing at you taking this, taking that, getting a cut here, getting a cut there. And you know, it's hard for a lot of musicians to it's just really important to have a good team i'm definitely blessed to have a team that covers me and shields me from unnecessary foolishness <laughs> so i that's one thing i don't have to worry about i can actually be an artist i can create and feel safe with the people around me that my image and the things that are my values the things that are important to me are in the forefront and that's that's been a real blessing and what I love is that you never, in all of the songs uh, and everything that you've done, you've never gotten rid of your roots. You know why? So you said Aretha. She's clearly my number one. She is my shero. She is everything down to her carrying her purse on stage because she wanted her money before she sang. Like, I love all things Aretha. But the thing that people don't know or don't realize is that she, one, she sang every genre. She sang every genre, even to country, to rock, pop, soul. She sang every genre, but she always was Aretha in every genre. She had the ability to go from a country song to a pop song to a bluesy song, but it all felt like her. And when I realized that that was an option, I was like, oh, Oh, okay. I don't have to be stuck in any kind of box. I can literally sing whatever I want, but just make it me. And that's what helped me on the show is that I was like, I'll sing whatever. Let's have fun. I, as long as you understand that I'm going to make it me. And if you're okay with that, I'm okay with it. And Blake was and such you a went, And you know, you went you went really far too. Like let's not let's not, you know, kid ourselves. You did well on the show. No, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You know, I mean, so, you know, that, that paid off. Like now there's uh, th those, again, that was, that was like, t to me, that was, that was forever ago, you know, mm. but what I, what I see is you, I don't, I don't see a show. I see you and I see this amazing personality and I see, uh, 
a talent, you know, that, that comes around every so often and you, you have it, uh, but, but you, you know, you, you're hurt right now because we can't, we can't see you. You can't get mm -hmm. out there. I just, mm -hmm. I just hate, I hate this time for you. So if I'm, if this little bitty, like, you know, whiskey, like interview and talk can, can give you a, a couple eyeballs that you didn't have before then by God, I'm grateful. I've, I've done my job. Yes, you have. And I'm grateful for you. So now we're going to go to, first of all, I want to know what you think of this bottle. It's a barrel. Yeah. It's a bottle in a barrel. That, that's cool. Did you design it, this it, yourself? No, no. It's my friend's. Uh, this friend of mine, his name's Dave Sweet. He, no, seriously. He's, that's like super dope. That's a yeah. dope. I would it's a pretty cool bottle. I mean, it's like, it's about, it's actually, I can't grip it very well. It's about, it's like falling out of my hand. <laughs> no, it's really cool. It's like the, the cooler and then the, the yeah. barrel. Yeah, that's a really, really cool bottle. And the coloring is gorgeous. It's, it's a pretty bottle. Mm-hmm. Now it is, uh, this is not a bourbon. Okay. This is, this is the, uh, this is the barrel and bottle. This is a straight malt, uh, from town branch. This is 10 years old. Now you're going, you're going into a different category of whiskey. Okay. So in that, of course it's like wine, the older it gets, the more what? Uh, you know, typically it, it depends on the category, but okay. typically like uh, the, the older it gets, to a point, um, you know, the better it is, but you know, if you get a, if you see a label that says 40 year old bourbon, mm -hmm. stay away from it. Why? Because bourbon has to go into new chart oak barrels. And so like it, it, it takes out like all the like, uh, um, rawness of the wood, whereas like scotch, uh, is going into used barrels. So the barrels already been worked and a lot of those kind of like, um, you know, ripe wood sugars have already been extracted by the bourbons. Okay. Uh, so if you see a 40 year old scotch, which is in a different climate as well, then you are looking at something that is quite a bit more palatable than. Yeah. Okay. So what started you? I'm about to pour. What started you, Miss? When did you decide to? So, oh, let's taste some good. Now, taste it. Now this is this is an important one for you. Okay. Don't don't shoot this. I haven't shot anything since you told me not to. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't I learned it. the first time. Uh so I uh I, I came home from Iraq. I was uh I was a soldier. Oh, thank you for your service. Oh, thank you. Um and I get um I'm trying to get a job. And the only job I could get was as a food uh, food editor for oh, for a magazine. Hold on. Did you taste it? Yeah. Is it is it doing the number on you or is it like not doing the number? Wow. It's good, right? Who would have thought that would be that good? Wow. Okay, continue. It just I, I should have waited. Okay, you came back. And you could only get a job in the food industry. No, we, I, I want you to enjoy the whiskey. I, I'm enjoying it, but please continue. That's good, right? Uh, this is amazing. Yeah, so I get I, I get this um, job writing about food. When you write about food, you eventually write about alcohol. <laughs> and I started writing about bourbon in 2006 and then just kept going. So, okay. 
So that was the start. That's pretty cool. It's kind of happened upon it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my wife, my wife's a big bourbon fan too. So it, it she's like, oh, keep writing more about bourbon, you know, and, <laughs> and then she drinks all my good bottles as she should. Yeah, <laughs> as she does. That, I'm a fan of her already. <laughs> oh man, let me tell you, you would you would love my wife. You would love. My I wife. believe it. You're not bad yourself. So if if your better half is like you, I, I already know I like her. Well, we're planning to come to Nashville soon, so maybe we, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, go like uh, have yeah. a have a drink in person. Yeah, I'll take you to get some great food, and you tell me what to drink with it. We oh, can work on pairings. Yeah. I okay, love it. Really exciting. Yeah, this right, is so, great. This so this is your favorite so far? Yes. Yes, very much so. Even the smell is different. I'm with you on that. So this is finished in um, uh, sherry barrels. Sherry barrels. Oh wait, no, no, this one's not in sherry barrels. <laughs> No, no sherry barrel, but it's got a hint of sherry in it. So, well, there you go, there you go. I I guess I was anticipating it being way more aggressive. Mm. I just this I just assumed that with the proof it would be way more aggressive, but it was you still it, yeah really 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 smooth. Who the look at me with drinking the bourbon? You may pull me over to the other side. Well, listen, tequila is a respected, beloved side. It is. So I, I love tequila. You you won't find many bourbon drinkers who who don't like tequila. Okay. Now they'll 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 say something like, "Well, you know, when I drink tequila, I'm a little different." But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is they true. don't they don't argue about the taste. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I'm kind of sad we only have one more. Well, I was going to say I could I could grab something from the back, but I I, I mean I could pour it for myself, but there'd be no sharing. Yeah, no there'd be sharing. no sharing. It, it, it'd be, it, oh, wait, you know what? I've got a teleporter. I've got a transporter. <laughs> no, there you go. Beam it up. <laughs> Beam it up. Okay, so who was your favorite? Uh, Who's your favorite Star Trek character after Picard? After Ohora. Oh, you said Ohora and then Picard. No, Picard was my favorite captain. Oh, he's your favorite captain. Favorite then, captain. Then, okay, let's and see. Then Worf. Um, yes, of course, Worf. Just because I had a crush. Um, I almost. I think it might be Scotty. Just because. He was always so stressed. <laughs> he was always so stressed, but he always got the job done. It was just something about the stress for the first 30 minutes, about how he couldn't get it done and he couldn't do it. He was overwhelmed. And then he came through all the time. Everybody needs a Scotty. Yeah. That's uh that's a good one. Who's yours? Um I'm a big fan of the Vulcans. Well, absolutely. Yeah, I, I in in um, you know, and going back to Voyager, you know, I was a big Tuvok fan. Oh yeah, Tuvok is great. 
I love Tuvok. Tuvok was like, and, and the thing is, is like, uh, you know, that actor, you know, you know, Tim Russ, uh, you know, he had some reoccurring roles and everything. Like we were like, I've like, you know, followed the, the careers of these actors and everything. And, and it's like, and he's, he's like one of those guys who's, he was a hustler, you know? So yeah. I think I, I think I really liked that character a lot because he was one of those guys that had a lot of roles, but never really made it after Star Trek. And, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I just thought he was such a great actor and never got the opportunities he should have. I agree with that. You know, so, you have to love, um, uh georgie laforge because oh yeah know, butterflies in the sky how can you yeah. not reading rainbow like I, I mean there's so there's so many classic characters so what did you think about the um the remakes oh i thought they did a good job with it i was i was disappointed that they did the remake of con at first and then i watched it and i was like holy shit that's good yeah. yes i thoroughly enjoyed it and i really like the boy who's playing kurt I thought he was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Spock, both of the guys who played uh, Kurt and Spock were great. Actually, I just, I love them all. I thought the remakes were great. If I thought we were going to get like a real Wrath of Khan and I would have probably freaked out. That's probably my, one of my number one Star Trek movies is Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Yeah. All my favorite. I mean, you can't get past the Scorpions. In, in the, the ear? Yeah. <laughs> every time every time i see a bug uh with my with my six-year-old i'm like you know what you gotta be careful to crawl in your ear you know and yeah. um you know cockroaches actually will crawl in your ear and, burrow and in your yeah so i mean that, that's that's actually yeah. a real phobia you should yeah. actually be so concerned about that. i don't even know why i agreed with that yeah it's actually really disgusting you know there's i remember in some places in the army like you would put uh, ear things in your ears so they so stuff wouldn't crawl in there so this face is internal screening screening i just want you to know yeah <laughs> the idea of that and the nightmares that are going to ensue because of that is crazy oh yeah 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 you know it is 2020 so we should be we're probably all set for for what's to come so batch 21 this is barrel of bourbon uh, this is a 10 year old as well. It was my, this is a blend of straights, which means it's, um, it's a blend of straight bourbons from three okay. different States, uh, Tennessee, Indiana, and Kentucky. There's a lot of like legal parameters that go into putting something on a label. And, uh, this is one of those that kind of does a really good job of like being very transparent. Okay. But, uh, this was, uh, a, a, a contender last year for me. Okay. So it has a little familiar, it's a little bit, it's not like the rye where it was spicy, but it, a, it's a little bit of like it feels up front like um like the rye kind of did me okay so um not as much getting getting some of those spice notes there i i've got a note in this one that it, it it's pretty unique um 
have you ever eaten coconut straight from like a shale? Like, yeah. It, do you, do you know that like when you get a little bit of the woody part in there, along with the coconut, it's like a bitterness. Yes. I get that in this. Okay. Like, that description feels accurate. I think I just don't have the right descriptive words for it. But yes, like a little bitterness. Because it's not, and that's why I said, it's not exactly like how the rye made me feel, but it was a similar uh, aggressive feel that mm-hmm. kind of stood out. Well, like I told you earlier, like I have like, my my gift is drinking. Uh, <laughs> you've got you it know. now. <laughs> you, you, you've got you've got you've got singing. Like actually, people care about. And you know, I, I mean, all I can do is taste. And <laughs> so many people care about this as well. So oh, that that that's true. But they want to drink it, not listen. To it. <laughs> you know, there, there's a difference. I like uh, so. That. All right, so let's like let's take a look at the the bourbons that we that we have here, yeah. or the whiskeys that we have here because they're not all bourbons. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is this will be a good way for uh, for the listeners or viewers, depending on if they're watching us on Amazon Prime or Apple TV or mm-hmm. wherever. What um, give us a song? Give us one of your songs to pair with each one of these um, Ooh, uh, each one of these products. Ooh, okay, let's see. Mm, one of my voice songs? Let's see. This is fun. Can you do you have um do you have your stuff out that I have you both. Okay, let's yeah. see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. <laughs> what a fun game i'm really excited about this okay because it has to be perfect it has to be perfect so for the rye i would have to start with it because it was not my favorite so my song would be you don't own me i'm not just one of your many toys you don't own me don't say i can't go with other boys that'll be my song for it okay let's see Barrel in a bottle, which I loved. So let's see. Uh, oh, I can do daydreaming and I'm thinking of you. Daydreaming and I'm thinking of you. Daydreaming and I'm thinking of you. Look at my mind floating away. I guess I'll sing that when the bottle's into it. Okay. So they <laughs> me for that one. Um, Barrel and Batch 21, a blend of straight bourbons. Let's give it, let's just, I have a song for both of these. So Blood Oath Pack and the Barrel Batch 21 is a song I put out. Um, it's called Make Up Your Mind. I won't be forever for you to take your time. That's what they're singing to me. You better make up your mind. What's it gonna be always and forever? It don't apply. You better make up your mind. What's it gonna be? And I haven't, which is why I'm gonna continue to sing. I love it. I there love you. that. Yay. I normally have like a an applied button, but I, <laughs> I love it. So so you, what was your favorite of the tasting? I, barrel in a bottle. 
Oh, it's a blood oath. Wait a minute. Oh, it's between barrel and a bottle and blood oath. They must, they must fight to win your palate. To the death. To the death. I feel like they have different. I feel like they have different. I would do blood oath pack as my easy drink, like just my relaxing, sipping on my balcony, talking to my plants. And I would do barrel in a bottle when I'm getting dressed up to go out and want a little. So they both have their place. Mm. Okay. We've been bombarded. Hold on. He can say goodbye. <sighs> Is the puppy here? Is this oh, oh my gosh. Look, 13 years old, you said? Yep, no teeth and know what's happening right now. All right. Well. Sit down. Well, you know, I mean, I just, it's just such a pleasure to, uh, you know, to chat with you and, and hang no, out. Thank and... you for having me. This has been so much fun. So much fun. I'm a complete fan. You will see me on all of your socials, just stalking and liking. Love it. <laughs> I'm here. And I, we've I, got. I thank you so much for even just this, having me. This won't be our last tasting either. You know, I'm with it. I definitely can't wait for you to do some tequila stuff so we can really, yeah, we can do that. I do love tequila. So I'm always ready. You don't listen. I'm always ready for a good time. Now, how do you like your tequila? Do you like it in a cocktail or will you, will you drink it like sipping? I'm always ready. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is the answer <laughs> right for my, um, for the finals, Blake bought me the biggest bottle of 1964 I've ever seen in my life. Oh, wow. And that was his, I'm proud of you. I know you like tequila. And so he bought me <laughs> a big bottle and told me congratulations. He was proud of me and saying good. So yeah, you, 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 you did that. You did that impression very well. That was, that was a good impression. <laughs> that's, I my, love that. that's my buddy. That's my buddy. I love it. Yeah. Well, as we as we kind of sign off here, and it's been man, this is uh this has been a long interview here. I think we, you know when you when you click with someone, it kind of happens, right? You just kind of keep talking and talking and talking and sipping whiskey, um, and um, you know. So I appreciate you taking that time. No, thank um, you for having me. me. Sorry, producers, you got to edit. We had a good time. Sorry. Guys. Well. <laughs> Do you, is there, is, tell us, uh, where people can find you. What, what new do you have coming out? What I new, am, what new music, what new stuff do you have coming out? I'm Speaking of editing on everything. It's the easiest thing ever. K Y L A S A I N G S on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. Um, and I have some things planned. I'm really wanting to do a lot of things with pushing artists, making sure people are voting and getting out there. So I want to really, really hit that hard coming up. And, we, you know, we got a record coming out. Been working on it for a long time. I just wanted to take my time with it. And then COVID happened. So we're going to yeah. wait until I can actually tour it and you can spend some intimate time with me because that's important to me. But yeah, I'm curious. Are you a perfectionist when it comes to to those things or will you just... Absolutely. I've been yeah. producing music a long time. Um, so it's hard to take your hands off when you know your sound and you know what you want. Even I mean, you can tell from the show, I... I picked my clothes, I did my own hair, 
I picked my songs, I arranged it like it was all it was going to represent me at my best. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you know, I mean, I think um, I think there is a, there is a, a lost art in in that kind of like that closed mm-hmm. like eye and looking and knowing what you want. Mm-hmm. So many people just put stuff out because you can put it out. Yeah. And I'm I'm guilty of that as well. We but, all are to know. some extent. We are. Yeah. We all are to some extent, but you know, we grow and we change and we adjust and you know, we'll be like we'll be like barrel and batch twenty one, spend ten years cooking it up and come out with something beautiful. Now there you go. So there you go, folks. She just picked her favorite. It's the last whiskey she said. She thought it was going to be a blood oath there for a minute, but she went to barrel and bottle. <laughs> well, Kyla, it's such a pleasure having you on. And you are a joy. You're a wonderful host. And thank you again. Thank you for having me. Cheers, my friend. This won't be the last time. Cheers. Now, Kyla is incredibly talented. I really do believe that you should, you know, check her out, uh, listen to her music. But she is a, I, I don't know if it's fair to call her a rising star because to me, she is a star. She has this beautiful voice. Um, and we've, we've stayed in touch since. And she's, she's a really cool, really, really cool person. And I just, I just hope you, you know, follow her career because I think she's got a, uh, a wonderful, wonderful road ahead of her because that voice, man, she has got it. You know, she can sing, she can sing. And I was very grateful that she gave us a tune or two on the podcast. But that'll do it for this week's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you're following me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Just search for my name, Fred Minnick. And while you're at it, give us a nice uh, review on uh, however you get your podcast. And, you know, it helps with the algorithms and helps people find us. But that'll do it for this week's. Be safe out there, folks. Be kind to one another. And remember, don't go licking handrails, licking trash cans, and vodka sucks, unless it's being used for hand sanitizer. But that'll do it for this week, everybody. Be safe. Cheers. You've been listening to The Fred Minnick Show, brought to you by Beeline. Visit findyoursippingpoint.com, by Michter's American Whiskies, and by 291 Colorado Whiskey. For more information on Fred's books, articles, and more, just go to fredminnick.com.